Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 22nd of January and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Well the market we are currently up 63 points, kicked a little bit higher up 0.9 of a percent, 7381.7 at the moment. Uh, we were languishing, I guess, if that's the right word, around 36, 37 points till about a minute ago. It is now 11.42. We have kicked significantly up uh, on that. And of course, it is being driven by the usual suspects. In fact, there's a huge bifurcation in the market continuing today, and we will get on to that. But certainly the, the big winners today are once again the banks and the industrial sector together with the techs. REITs doing very well as well. Uh, we have the bank CBA up 1.1%, NAB up 1.4%, ANZ up 1.5%, Macquarie up 1.2%. So things going pretty well in the banking sector this morning. Yields on the 10 years haven't really changed that much, but certainly money flowing into the market for those industrials and the REITs and healthcare at the moment. GMG, Goodman Group, up a big 2.4%. Even Telstra managing a 0.9% rise. So everything in the garden is relatively rosy if you're industrials and banks, financials. However, the big losers today, and there are some massive losers today, in the lithium space and we are seeing a big sell-off in lithium stocks predicated uh, by the news out this morning from Liontown which is down 22% on the back of the funding package being pulled by the banking syndicate. That funding package has been terminated. Now just sitting in with the Liontown uh, telephone conference have to say I wasn't very impressed with the answers that the management were giving. Certainly looks as if they have been blindsided to a large extent by this. What amazes me is the funding package and all the assumptions were based on Wood Mackenzie's forecast for the lithium price. Now, one forecaster was the only take from uh, the banking syndicate and from Liontown for this deal. And uh, it looks like Wood Mackenzie have downgraded their forecast for lithium quite dramatically and as a result basically the t- the syndicate has terminated the previous deal as i say liontown down 22 percent this morning and that's having a knock-on effect to the rest of the sector uh, pilbara is down 4.2 percent it looks like the shorts are certainly in control of this sector at the moment we have mineral resources are down a massive 7% as well. So there's no love at all for any of these lithium stocks. And I have to say, listening to the Liontown presentation, if it was that was what it was called, but certainly the teleconference, you got the feeling that the analysts around the place are not happy bunnies uh, with what has transpired in Liontown. Uh, it was only last December, uh, seems a long time ago now for Liontown shareholders, Uh, that the company had a site visit by Macquarie, and Macquarie came back very impressed. And with the funding now uh, locked in, as they said, uh, they had an outperform on the stock and a big price target. The stock is now uh, under severe pressure, as I say, and clearly that funding package is crucial uh, going forward. It was hard to get a straight answer, to be honest, out of management in terms of how much uh, Kathleen Valley will cost, etc., 
and uh, there were lots of assumptions and it does seem as if they've had a busy weekend trying to rescue things but at the moment they are chock full of cash to some extent but that's not going to cover uh, the capex required for this project so uh, very much in a quandary here and if you're a Lion Town shareholder uh, then uh, certainly you are ruining the day I guess that Gina came along with her 20% stake at three bucks and scuppered the Arbor takeover. If you're an Arbor man, uh, you're probably very, very happy. It looks like you've dodged a bullet. The other news out today as well is that some nickel mining, uh, once again, we're seeing price falls in nickel and uh, we're seeing Twiggy cut back the Wailu uh, nickel operations, shutting that down from May uh, this year. Uh, we've also seen, obviously, recently Panoramic Resources, the big write-down from IGO with their Western Areas purchase. And last week with the BHP reduction reports, we also heard from BHP talking about potential write-downs for their nickel projects. So the nickel price well and truly scuppering uh, those valuations and operations for all those nickel companies at the moment. So that's not boding very well uh, for them. So we are seeing a sell-off still in resource stocks and that big bifurcation in the market, banks and uh, healthcare and industrials doing well, resources not so, especially in the lithium sector. South 32, for instance, down another 3.6%. And Linus, which came out with some production numbers this morning, only down 1.7%. They did see production halve in the last quarter. This was to do with outages in Malaysia in terms of processing through the lamp uh, processing plant. Things seem to be going quite well at Mount Weld. Things also seem to be going quite well at the Kalgoorlie processing facility and uh, the new facility that they are doing in the US. However, they did say that uh, prices of uh, neobium are under pressure in China, and that is partly due to construction uh, abating uh, construction, certainly not a great flashpoint in China at the moment, and uh, that includes uh, their exposure to things like air conditioning, which apparently the rare earths are used in as well. So no sign of any uh, tick up in that price, uh, but the company certainly uh, talking about uh, a much better quarter going forward, having done the maintenance and the upgrades to the plant uh, to process uh, their earths that come out of Mount Weld in WA. In other news today, what is uh, not a particularly good day for some stocks, we've had Appen out this morning as well, losing a massive, massive contract. Uh, Google uh, dumped a $125 million contract, and uh, Apple, Appen rather, APX, have had a shocker today. And uh, once again, uh, that one looks as if it's heading towards oblivion the way it's going. They're down 37% today on the dumping of that contract. So not a lot of good news out this morning. Chalice, also the poison chalice, down another 7-odd percent below a dollar. Uh, they came out this morning as well. And uh, they are planning to slash costs by 40% because of weak market conditions. Uh, the company said the reduction will include executive salaries and focus on high-priority exploration targets such as the Gonneville project. Uh, this uh, shuddering, I guess, of some of these operations in the mining centres uh, like Kalgoorlie for nickel and uh, the West uh, Yildon province in WA for the Gonneville uh, project will have some effects on mining services companies, no doubt. Maybe that's the reason why we're seeing such a big fall in 
the likes of Mineral Resources today, which obviously has a mining services business. Some of the winners today, there are some winners today. Zip uh, is expecting uh, 29 to $33 million earnings in first half of 2024. Uh, EBITDA for the first half of between 29 and 33 compared with 33 for the year earlier period. It did report an 8.5% increase in transaction volume, uh, taking quarterly revenue uh, 26.1% higher to 225.6. Revenue in Zip America, this is the important one, and this was the basis of my advent calendar recommendation for Ausbiz uh, back when they were 38, 39 cents at the beginning of December. Uh, revenue in Zip America jumped around 35% in the December quarter. Now, of course, the December quarter inco- includes all that uh, lovely Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday, Black Friday sales, etc. And it does look as if the U.S. consumer is still alive and well and just looking for different ways for paying for things. Certainly, Buy Now, Pay Later is having a bit of a renaissance. The good thing about Zip is they are leaner, meaner, and more focused. And, of course, with interest rates coming down as well, that is helping uh, dramatically in terms of those margins, which uh, they, of course, uh, they get the merchant to pay for uh, their services. Uh, The customer just pays in four installments. And as long as you do get no uh, late fees, then it is obviously quite a cheap way in in some respects to fund your lifestyle uh, that's certainly what we're seeing at the moment from uh, the U.S. and both uh, Klarna, Affirm and Zip all doing well in the U.S. And the good news in Zip uh, just keeps on coming, I guess, to some extent. The stock is up another uh, 9% today, hitting around $0.70, cents, which was my target price when I recommended them back in uh, December uh, $0.38, $0.39, cents, and they've hit there today. They did actually get to $0.73, $0.74, so a pretty good day all round for Zip. I suspect it's worth holding uh, for the time being. We may see some broker upgrades coming through. I know my friend Jonathan Higgins at uh, Unified Capital Partners, UCP, who I spoke to on a podcast last year and has been a Zip fan for some time, uh, is still talking about over a dollar in terms of their price targets. There could be more to come from Zip. Uh, I noticed Lord Manette had a $0.75 price target on them, which it nearly got to today so a lot of the heavy lifting has already uh, been done but it certainly isn't a good day all round that's uh, by far and away the way of things other movers and shakers today uh, that are happening uh, we have got uh, latin resources as well no samba for them catching the lithium disease are down 16 percent uh, wildcat another lithium place 12 percent down judo bank has been uh, downgraded today 6.6 percent easier for them as well and of course the big daddy of all the shorts Pilbara Minerals which has got their uh, quarterly production numbers out pretty soon they're down 4.6% so all that 21% of Pilbara that's currently shorted they're certainly celebrating at the moment the demise I guess of the lithium sector which certainly is struggling big time and that Wood Mackenzie downgrade to the lithium price forecast really uh, taking its toll on Liontown South 32 also today cutting their copper output guidance and flagging headwinds there. So not a lot of good news to shout about in the resource sector at all. As far as strategy goes in markets today, uh, portfolios, etc., no changes uh, so far today in any of those uh, portfolios, strategy portfolios that Marcus 
runs. No doubt he'll be back tomorrow and uh, be uh, updating on any changes that he sees. But no need to change that at the moment. The US market continues to be the one that I want and certainly the big seven tech stocks very much in focus. Our market being dragged higher uh, by that at the moment but very much confined to the banks, industrials and REIT space at the moment. That is certainly leading the charge. No love at all really for resources although uh, BHP, Rio and Fortescue pretty much unchanged the iron ore price uh, a little bit, uh, well certainly steady compared to uh, what we're seeing in the lithium space. As far as my small cap portfolio, obviously I do have a small position in Liontown and Latin Resources, so those both suffering at the moment. Interesting when uh, the CEO of Liontown was asked about whether they would be looking around outside the banking syndicate and Ford for funding, i.e. looking to uh, corporates for any kind of funding package, and I suspect the market analyst was talking about Gina Reinhardt, uh, he emphatically, with one word answer, said no. So, interesting there. Gina, of course, does own 20% of Liontown, having bought and scuppered that deal from Arbemile. In other news, in the small cap stuff, just looking at that zip, they're doing very well. Uh, I'm pretty pleased with how that one is going, uh, having tipped that back in um, December. A look at the usual US check-ins, of course, on Monday. Uh, we had the uh, fear and greed for both the equity market and also crypto and the GDP now numbers. We do have a four-day week this week, so uh, not a lot of economic news coming out of Australia, but there is a little bit coming out of the US and elsewhere, including uh, the Bank of China as well. Uh, so there is that. And the other big news, I guess, of the day is that Ron DeSantis has pulled the pin on his White House bid, leaving it a contest between Trump and Nikki Haley for the nomination, and it does look as if uh, Trump, I have to say, is a shoo-in for that nomination. So it will be a replay of 2016 with Trump versus Biden. What a choice. Anyway, that's it from me. Marcus, of course, will be back tomorrow. Currently, the index, as we're coming up to 12 o'clock, is up uh, 61.1 points, 73.79. So we're making up most of the loss that we saw last week, around 80-point loss. So we're back up pretty close to where we started uh, last uh, last Monday morning uh, before the 80-point loss. And as I say, very much a bifurcation, very much lithium stocks, well and truly on the nose today. And that looks set to continue as well. As I say, not very impressed with the Lion Town telephone conference. Certainly didn't give me much confidence there. All right. Look forward to Marcus returning tomorrow. And of course, we'll be back again tomorrow after, uh, this afternoon, rather, with our end of day podcast.